millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Louise, how's it going? Welcome to another podcast. Yeah, this is the least prepared I've ever come. Right, okay. Usually I come with something in the back pocket. Just in case nothing comes to me, nothing today. This is a this is a long road. Like we said right at the beginning. Yeah. You know, doing doing every week another letter of the alphabet. Yeah. Can't remember how many letters there are. Six, 20, 20, 26. 20, that's twenty six weeks. Mm. We're kind of nearly halfway there, minus four. But it's quite you know it's like um, stopping at Reading Services when you're going to Bristol from Leon C. Yeah. That's a poor analogy, but do you know what I mean? It's like a halfway halfway stop. Yeah, I'll give you the Irish analogy. When you're going from Dublin to West Cork, you start you stop in a pub called Matt the Thrasher. Right. And they, they do the most amazing cheeseburgers. I feel like we're at Matt the Thrasher's in, in um, podcast land. What's the name of that place? Matt the... Thrasher. Matt the Thrasher. Yeah. Okay. Pretty Irish, yeah? Pretty Irish. I need to up my Irish because I'm, I'm heading off there now in a couple of days. And I'm going to be there for 10 days totally. So you're going to suck up a bit of Irish there? I'm, I'm going to just... Well, I, apparently I'm already texting more in Irish... It's not in the Gaelic language, but in Irish than I have ever before. Right. I texted my partner earlier saying, Asher, that's grand. Okay. And you were back, really? Like, that's ridiculous. I was like, I, I really mean, though, they're sure it's grand. Like, so it's fine. Well, we, we were out the other day getting our photographs taken because your partner is a brilliant photographer. He's going yeah. to do some photos for us. Uh, but I noticed you were calling each other babe. No, 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 no. Okay. You, you called him babe? No, I didn't. So this is how that story goes. So I'm not going to let that fly on the podcast, right? <laughs> my partner and I always slag people who called each other babe right, right? or babes, babes you know we just hate it we just think it's so lame and like when you hate to be one of those couple, couples who call each other babe and so as like a take the mick we started calling each other babe and like kind of doing a cringe thing afterwards it's only gone and caught on a bit like it, sti- it sticks it f- I think you asked him babe do you mind holding my bag and I was like oh they call each other babe no That's we don't Bush <laughs> Okay, I'm putting my foot down. It, 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 was, it, was, a, it was just a little bit of a slip of the tongue. Amazing. We don't call each other babe. We hate that. We're against it. Maybe it slips in every now and then because we brought it into the vocabulary to take the piss and now it's sort of turned itself on top of us. It's spiralled out of control. Yeah. If you're listening to this now and you have a, um, a lovey-dovey phrase for your partner, then do do drop me a little message. What do you call Katie? At Bush on the radio. Um, pretty Katie, I call her. That is so cute! I call her Pretty Katie. <laughs> Does she like that? I'm not too sure. What does she call you? Andy. Wow. Andrew, if I've done something wrong. What does she call you in the bedroom? We're not going there, Louise. Really? We're not going there. Okay, fair Thank enough. you very much. Fair enough. Got three kids. We're very rarely go there. 
Right, let's get on with this. One thing we do need to, to clear up, which came in at the tail end of last week. You remember we, we, we left last week's episode on a cliffhanger. Uh, we couldn't find who the British version of Daniel <laughs> O'Donnell was. <laughs> yeah. And who was it? Someone suggested it. I don't remember the person's name, but they've come up with a brilliant one. Two suggestions. One was Andy Bush. What? <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw that. I, I didn't see that. Well, that's very nice. <laughs> and the second one was Cliff Richards. Of course, he was there all the time under yeah, our noses. He's the English equivalent of Daniel O'Donnell. Is that his name, Daniel O'Donnell? Daniel O'Donnell. I keep nearly right, saying yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. Day- <laughs> right, that aside, let's get on with this week's episode. This is going to be a good one. Uh, in the A to Z of the 1990s, this is stuff beginning with J. Right then, let's get stuck in. You just counting all the letters on your fingers. What's going on there? Yeah, I can't. I have to go A B C D E F G H I J. Okay, so we're nearly at C D E F G H I J. Ten. We're on ten. We've done ten episodes. That's we've, good. we've only got twenty six to do, so we're current. We're sort of halfway. You know the way you were counting then. Yeah. It's about you, but if I've got to like read through, like say a password in my head. Yeah. I say it in old like baby words. Go so, on. so if I had to say, if I was trying, to, if, imagine my password was Andy, mm-hmm. right? I'd have to go Ah no. Oh no. I do, I do though, really weirdly. So if, this, if it was the third letter, oh, in my head I'll go, ah, na, duh, yeah. No, hang on a second. It's really weird. Nobody does that. I, I, I can't help myself, but I, all passwords I do ah, in my head. Na, duh, duh, yeah. Yeah, for why? Yeah. Oh, Jesus I think I've Christ. got a problem. I've got a problem. What about, um, do you sing the alphabet when you're doing the alphabet? A, B, C, D, E, Or can you just go, oh, I know that that's the... Whatever letter of the alphabet. No, not in a million years. Yeah, I'd have to sing it and do yeah. it on my fingers like you were doing. I agree. Well, let's start things off then, uh, Louise. Hit me with a J. So, um, the one that came up for me very early on in the series for J is a character. He's not a real person. He's a character called Jordan Catalano. Now, you've lost me already. Good. Okay, I can explain. Jordan Catalano. Yeah. So, the girls know what I'm talking about. Um, Jordan Catalano is a character from a programme called My So-Called Life, back in the 90s with Claire Danes. Again, no idea. No problem. Um, bit before your time. Bit ahead of your time? Which one are we doing? Ahead? I, I mean, I want to slag you off about it, but whenever I do this, then I get a load of people on Twitter saying, Bush, surely you must watch <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Or, or surely you've listened to Long Wave Radio Atlantic 252, which you haven't. And or, you... what was the film, the thing I need to watch as well? Father Ted. Oh, yeah, Father Ted, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's loads of stuff you haven't watched. But, um, okay, my, my, now listen, I wouldn't be saying to you, go back and watch my so-called life. I'm not saying that. Okay. It was a programme from the 90s. I think it um, launched... Claire Dane's career and there was a love interest that she had in a high school Ooh. and in, his name was Jordan Catalano okay. and he was played by Jared Leto. Ah, now, I do know Jared Leto, yes. yes. because what's his band called again? 30 Seconds to Mars. 30 Seconds to Mars, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he was incredibly beautiful back in the day. We've talked about it on the A to Z of the 90s before. He had the curtains hairdo. He did. He had ridiculously long eyelashes that he doesn't deserve as a male. Only females deserve long eyelashes. We don't get them. Only boys do. Um, he had this black choker bush that he wore in every single episode. Right. And I'd never really seen guys wear jewellery before. He had a choker and he'd always wear like a flannel shirt. And he was, if I may say so, an absolute ride. 
Really? Is that, that's the phrase? That's the phrase. He was an absolute right. He'd do this thing where he'd like, he was very shy in it, yeah. very unassuming, and he'd kind of do these, I'm not going to do it to you because I can't do it. He'd look down, but then he'd like look up with the lashes. Every girl would melt. He, just, he sounds like a right. He's he, an absolute right. He's an absolute right. Yeah. I mean, he's still a good looking guy now, isn't he? I don't I think know. I, to, for me... He's got a bit Jesus looking. He's gone a bit creepy, Jared Leto. I think Jared Leto now, because he was in um, the Blade Runner movie. Mm. He's the baddie in the Blade Runner movie. He kind of looks like Jesus's. Um, say cooler older brother who was in in bands and stuff do you yeah. know what I mean yeah Did, not interested in carpentry at all at all just at want all. to play guitar but back in the day Bush him in the 90s Jordan Catalano Jared Leto both J's absolutely banging in the A to Z of the 1990s J is for Jordan Catalano that's correct speaking of Jordan Catalano what is your stance with male jewellery right Male jewellery. Like what? Like a, like a chain? Having a chain? So, a, a programme called Normal People came out a couple of years ago. Did you watch that? No. Okay, Normal People was by Sally Rooney. It was one of the biggest programmes in 2020. There's a guy called Paul Maskell in it. Mescal. That's a drink, isn't it? Anyway, we'll call him Paul Mescal. And he wore a chain in it. And there are a huge amount of sex scenes in this programme. Right. And he's always just naked in this silver chain. Is he an absolute right? He's an absolute right. He's an absolute well, right. Yeah. He's an absolute right. But anyway, he is in... And it, it, his name in the programme is called Connell and there was like Instagram pages alone just for Connell's chain because people were so obsessed with this chain that he wore. I think I saw Connell's chain at yes. Reading 93. I, be- <laughs> I thought you were going to say on Instagram somewhere. But look, it got everyone got completely obsessed with Connell's chain. What's your stance on male jewellery? You see, Because uh, dad- I'm looking at you now, you're wearing a very plain black watch. And that's it. You're also clean shaven, which is making me feel massively uncomfortable. Is it freaking you out a little bit? Totally freaking me out. I feel like I've got a court case tomorrow morning. I can really see you. I can just, I've never seen so many features on you. I don't want to d- divert too much into my skincare routine, but okay. uh, uh, I've got a new razor, electric razor. Really? But it only goes all the way down to like, you can't like do George Michael five o'clock shadow. But you have is to go it right malfunctioning? To... No, no, that's all you can do. It's only got one setting. So you're either going to be clean shaven or, or... or let it grow. <laughs> And I was just getting... The problem is at the moment, right, I've got... You know you know. sometimes you catch a look at yourself in the mirror and you think, fucking hell. Mm. And I've got... Yes, I do. I've, <laughs> I, I've got, I had a beard. Uh, my hair was a bit long, but it was wet because I just got out of the shower. got a bad back at the moment, so I was kind of like making bad noises. And I saw myself in the, in, in the mirror and I looked like a start of apocalypse now. <laughs> He's losing his mind. Uh, so I thought, I've got to shave this off. Do you know what you need? Some male jewellery. I need what some would male jewellery. What would you put on? I'd have a choker... I'd have a... Uh, oh, I don't know if you can pull off a choker, Bush. You don't think so? Well, like, are you thinking like a like a black no, one? I wouldn't look I wouldn't look good with a choker. Okay. I, 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 chains looks bad on me. Looks really bad on me. Okay. Um, I like the idea. I had a few, like, you know, 90s rings. I, I mean, do. They, they the 90s, the silver I, 90s rings, thumb yeah. Thumb ring. I'd never had a thumb... Actually, maybe I did have a thumb ring. Isn't <laughs> the worst thing? What was it with thumb rings in the 90s? <laughs> Just rings. Bloody rings everywhere. Uh, Aztec rings. Um, what about a ring somewhere else? That's a little bit personal, isn't it? No, not in a million years. Have me Billy pierced. Okay. Not in a million years. Okay. Can I imagine that? I feel everyone's got a horrible mental image going on at the moment. So let's just let's just move it along. Let's talk about Judge Judy. Oh yeah, I love her. Good old Judge Judy. Was she officially did she have um was she like a made up judge? No, I think she was actually a judge. Oh my god, she couldn't have just been a telly judge. She could have just been a pre- pretend judge. I mean I don't you know, like Judge Rinder. He's is, he a real, judge. is he a real judge? Ah, uh, God, I don't know, I don't know. Bush. I'm not too sure, because surely normal judges must pass him in the judge's changing room or whatever, mm. they have the lockers and that, and be like, come Ugh. on, mate, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop mucking around with this slot. Although, 
Judge Judy, I think, I don't, this stat is not correct, but I'm throwing what? it out there anyway. I think Judge Judy was one of the best paid television stars of the 1990s. She was on huge coin. So mega bucks. Mega, mega, mega bucks. I like her kind of, hey, Jesus Christ. No nonsense. Knock your heads together. Mm. So there's a good J. Another J in the A to Z of the 1990s. Uh, Lisa suggested this one, listener Lisa. Uh, she says J-Lo. Okay. And Jennifer Lo- Lopez. Jennifer Lopez has not changed appearance at all, it seems. She looks better. Now. She looks even better. It's weird. So we, this is a kind of a, a, a common theme on this podcast where you get these people who like suspiciously look no different. I know. Other people go to pot. Just talking about myself there. I'm looking me. in the mirror. Yeah. Lomo as well. No, you're, you're fine. I'm going to pot. <laughs> Um, I don't want you in the same category as me. But then you get these other people who don't change, and there's got to be there's got to be necromancy involved or something. Something fishy is going on. Although I would say we can't call her J Lo for much longer. She's changed yes. her name. Is she got, did she used to be married to? Um, no, they got engaged, and now they've actually gotten married this they, time. They were in a relationship ages ago, though, weren't they? Twenty uh, years ago. Yeah. Ben, what's his name? Affleck. Yeah. So what they they, they were in, they were in a relationship ages ago. They got engaged, but they yeah. called it all off. Then she went off and married someone else, Mark Anthony. Didn't take his name. As in the person from History of Rome. I don't think it's that person. Okay. And then um, and then she marries Ben Affleck, and she's taken his name. What? Did... But she's J Lo from the Block. We can't go back from that. She's story. just Jenny from the Block. Yeah. But I just want to say well done to J-Lo. Lisa suggested her. Looks absolutely no different. Can I just ask you one thing? Seeing as we're talking about Ben Affleck, have you seen his back tattoo? No, I haven't, no. Can you please just Google it for one second? Ben Affleck's back tattoo. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, listener, please Google it. Um, what am I expecting here as I, as I open this up? Well, think about the fact that he seems quite sane. Mm-hmm. He's a good-looking guy. He's decided to get a tattoo on his back. Oh, my God. Look at it, Bush. It's like a... It looks like a chicken mm. that's on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, an on-fire chicken all over his back. It's not just a tiny little... No. He's not just got crappy uh, tribal tattoos like I have. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a, a chicken on fire on his back. It's absolutely... It's covering... Colour. And it goes, look, it's going down to his bottom area. Yeah, because he's... The, the picture I've got is him on the beach. Yeah. So we don't know, but maybe like his... Maybe the chicken's ta- like feathers go into his bum hole. I think that's what's happening there. That's so weird, isn't it? I'm sure J- J-Lo's not happy with that. I was going to say, how is she putting up with that when he turns around and bends over? In the <laughs> in the A to Z of the 1990s, J is for J Lo. I just saw you open your phone. There was that my day of birth you put in. <laughs> Can you imagine how weird that would be? That's so lovely. What an honour. Okay, another J that's going in this week is um, it has to be Jamiroquai. Oh, him in his flipping hat. In his bloody hat. But whatever about the hat, I do remember the first time seeing, um, back in the day when videos were on MTV. Oh, I miss them. I miss those days. I miss videos. Uh, what an incredible video that was for Virtual Insanity. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you remember the moving floor? Moving floor and him doing his cool left, right, backwards, forwards walk. Of course, we've had Denise Van Eyten on this podcast. They were sort of the couple of the 1990s. Well, go back to the J-Lo thing from earlier on. Maybe they could get back together again. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be good? That would be so nice. But yeah, I I do think he was the epitome of cool. I think he's probably still pretty cool. I've not seen him, mm. and this is this. I kind of respect him because he's not like done like strictly come dancing or anything. Do you know what I mean? I haven't seen him since they stopped making records, so I think that's quite a cool thing. I like people who like. Why can't you just get to a certain point in life, make your money, and then just you know float around on a, on a lilo in in a private pool? I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing, Bush. Well, if that's the case, J.K. J.K. Yeah. Good on you. That's the soundtrack to my first year of university. That. Really? And what, what, what kind of memory does it bring up for you? Do 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 da 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 It reminds me wow. of Adidas Gazelles, yeah. Flares, going to like, um, I'm trying to do the dance here. He's doing some moves. Funk, awful funk clubs mm-hmm. in Swansea. Uh, at a place called Barron's in Swansea, mm. which had like that glitter tinsel curtain thing you oh, get yeah. at working men's clubs. <laughs> And just fearing for my life, trying to get back down the Kingsway, which is where all the other nightclubs were, whilst you're dressed in your 70s garb. Scooter and stu- halls of, uni- halls of um, residence. Did you say flares? I was, yeah, I was, I was into, like, f- funk. I was massively into <laughs> funk. Oh I like a bad 70s detective. Oh, so did you wear these flares? Yeah, yeah. And were they plain, or did they have, like, a floral... Oh, no, no, it wasn't floral. Okay. I looked a bit like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo oh, at university. Oh, my days. But, um... It's, it's halls of residence, student union, like university. Mm. I had to share with another lad. You had to share a bedroom? Share a bedroom with a guy I'd never met before. Oh my God, I can't think of anything worse. Uh, we were on the ninth floor of Newarth Sibley in right. Swansea University. It's so like a tower block. Mm. Never met this guy before in my life. My mum was crying. She thought it was a horrible room mm. when she left. It was terrible when your parents drop you off at university. And then he, um, he didn't want to go to his course, Richard. He just sat there in our room eating chips all day. Uh, he was from Porthcawl, and then he decided to go home after about three months. Oh, amazing. And then did you get the room to yourself? I think I, I got shipped out then. Oh, what? Because they, they couldn't leave that space open, so oh, I got sent gosh. somewhere else. Now, tell me this. Did you guys have any code for um, any activities that were going on if you needed some, like, I don't know, if you wanted some alone time? What are you suggesting? Nothing. Just, like, if you want to meditate or whatever, did you have some, like, codes? <laughs> See, what are you thinking, like, I, I might ask Richard to look the other way whilst I um, knock meditate. one out. No, no, no. No. Is that, that is what you're suggesting. I said meditate. Whatever you have conjured up is your own. In the room doing. that still smells of his chips from 20 minutes Thank ago. God you said chips. <laughs> so, um, J is for. Jumiroquai. Another J from the 1990s that a, a load of people have suggested. I'm so glad they have because I was absolutely um, embalmed in this stuff head to toe during this era is the male fragrance Jupe. I can picture it. Oh, I used to love it. Pink bottle. Mm bright pink bottle it was that era where I think after the 90s it started to get a bit more kind of like soury there was a more soury kind of taste in things 
if, I don't know if it's the right word. I can't really say smells. <laughs> you said you know taste I mean? about a scent, though. So, you know what I mean? Like um, A sour smell. You know, do you know what I mean? The, the 90s, were, go with me here, the 90s were very floral, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then after that, it was very kind of like bitter. Interesting. Okay. I think I might be having a stroke. I was going to say, like, I'm really looking at you trying to follow, and I'm like, mm, go with it, go with it. I just, I don't know what to say, because... Okay, can you describe what jupe smelled like for me, please? Like loads of flowers. So it was quite a floral smell for a male? Yeah, it was like, it was like almost like um, bubble gummy. It was a, if you're on a dance floor with a bit of jupe on, some flares, whatever, people would know you're there. Someone, someone described it, um, um, Stacey uh, described it on Twitter as being the, the scent of the dance floor champion. <laughs> and I, I, I like to think of it as such. High praise indeed. In the 80s, of the 1990s, big up to you if you also wore jupe. Okay, I got one for you, Bush. Uh-huh. Um, it's fil- film. I can't say that in two syllables anymore. <laughs> film. Jurassic Park. Now, I, just, I don't know where you're going to go with this. Are you, are you a fan of Jurassic Park? Or? I'm a fan of the original one, yeah. Okay. Why? What's your stance? Just don't like it. You don't like Jurassic Park? Don't like it. Why? It's just, I just thought it was rubbish. It was a what? big kids movie. Okay, well, I was a kid watching it, so maybe that's the issue. But I was, I was felt, a grown-up. It felt really real to me watching it. Like, I even remember, you know, when the kid runs into the kitchen, uh-huh. and he, hi- he there's, like, loads of silver sort of, like, countertops, and he hides behind the countertop? Like, I remember that scene so well, and it was, like, a really, really long time ago. Do you know the weirdest thing about Jurassic Park? Whenever anyone mentions it, I don't remember the film as such. I just remember driving with a Australian guy called Warwick. Right from Brixham to Torquay to go and watch it after work. We were working in the same restaurant together and we were going around this bend as you come out of Brixham which is like, you know, one of those kind of country lanes with arced trees either side. And there appeared to be a beautiful woman cycling in front of us in Mm. white tennis shorts and long blonde hair. And we were like, oh my gosh, she looks pretty good. And as we got up level with her, it turned out to be a bloke. We looked like (laughs) Beyond Borg. And I st- whenever anyone says Jurassic Park, <laughs> I would think about that. Did it make you feel confused, Bush? It was, you know that bit in Jaws where he goes forwards and the background goes backwards? It was like that. <laughs> but I'm sure the film's great. I just can't remember anything about it. Look, I think, <laughs> I think you had to be a certain age. Maybe maybe the whole kid thing is, is you're spot on with that. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, but if you were a kid in the 90s and you watched Jurassic Park in the cinema, you were absolutely bricking it at the end. In the 80s of the 1990s, Jay is for Jurassic Park. Right, time for uh, one that's been sent in by the awesome Mick Coyle, a fantastic uh, broadcaster and uh, news presenter. And he sent us in a little suggestion of something that he thinks needs to be on the list. And here it is. Hey, guys, it's Mick here. I want to add a J to the list, and I'm talking Jet from Gladiators. Now, Gladiators was a rich seam of Jays, uh, John Fashionew, Ulrika Johnson, and the referee, John Anderson. But Jet is absolutely the one I want to go for. Uh, who was this incredible woman who appeared on our screens on a Saturday night? She was athletic. She was smart. She was wearing two-piece spandex. Uh, she was really something else. And I was too young to be really into girls at that particular point. But I remember there was this one game, Hang Tough, and you had to sort of swing across uh, the stadium and try and get to the other platform before the gladiator came and sort of wrapped their legs around you and yanked you off the hoops and dragged you down to the floor. And I remember even as a young man, I thought, oh, I think I'd really like to play that game. And I'd really like Jet to be the gladiator at the time. Wow. <laughs> Paints a picture, doesn't he? Uh, Mick, thank you so much. That's fantastic. And uh, the effects of sitting there and watching Jet in Gladiator, even as a child, mm. you can you can hear the passion right to this minute. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we ha- like she has come up in a previous episode. Obviously, when we talked about gladiators and G, Jet was the first person I thought of. The first person you thought of was Wolf. Oh, uh, yeah. For and, the one from Twin Peaks. Yeah, the and killer. I, I did wonder how Jet wasn't the first one you thought of, but, you know, that's another... I just remember, I'd imagine Wolf wrapping his legs around me a little bit like <laughs> Mick was describing there. But absolutely, Jet was the one, wasn't she? Absolute babe. Amazing outfits. I'd forgotten about the guy. Was it John, the guy with the the, the old Scottish referee? Yeah, John Anderson, yeah. Um, you got my first whistle. Gladiators, you got my second whistle. Gladiators, you got... Can you do a Scottish accent? You got my second whistle. Go on, go for it. I, I honestly can't do accents. You must be able to do a bit of No, squash. it would be so insulting. I, I can't do it. Please, please just try. I'm not singing and I'm not doing accents, okay? I feel like I'm getting a, like a, a little rider sheet from That's you each totally week. Things <laughs> you will and won't do. <laughs> we get yourself an agent. It's come to that. It has come to that. Uh, thank you very much, Mick, in the A to Z of the 1990s. Jay, of course, is for Jet from Gladiators. Bush, that's me. I don't have any more. You haven't got any more? No. I well, told you I came totally unprepared. Well, I tell you what, there's a few that are still knocking around that Go I think on. you might like. Martin says, Jay is for jazzles. Oh, the little sweets with little uh, sprinkles on them. Well, see, when I first saw that, I was like, is he talking about ladies' The jazzles. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. But they're those, those. Um, they look like uh, mouse button things, those yellow with spa- I, sprinkles on sprinkles them. Sprinkles on but I think sprinkles. that's where the term for jazzle came from. because what, from you, those sweets? Yeah, because... Really? <laughs> your face. Because the jazzling is obviously like prettying up the lady garden and with sprinkles, you know, gems and such. Right. Stones, pretty stones. And that's what jazzles look like. Did you, if you don't mind, this is quite a personal question, but um, there was a girl I used to go out with who uh, said that when she was a kid, she used to call her downstairs her tuppence. Yeah, and you've you've brought that into... Our, our lives, you've mentioned a tuppence, tuppence a couple of times. So whenever, you know, if you're trying to like talk about them but in a, in a polite way, mm. I always say tuppence. Are there any other names that girls have got had knocking around for, for that? For foof. you foof. I'll make a note of that. I like Lady Garden. Lady Garden sounds a bit more whimsy, doesn't it? I just think it's nice. Foof sounds like a slap around the face. <laughs> uh, so there was that. Um, Jill has suggested Jigglypuff. Is that her name for her? <laughs> Brother up. <laughs> Get in here, Jigglypuff. For a lady garden. I lady garden, oh, right, for you, okay, for you. Are you suggesting that Jill's tuppence is uh, called a jig- Jigglypuff? Listen. I think, it's a, I think it's a Pokemon, I believe. It's a Pokemon have been around for ages. Do you want me to Google the, uh, the, uh, the year Jigglypuff? I don't know if Jigglypuff can go in there. Even saying it feels ridiculous. Okay, let's just try this. Let's just sort this out here. Jigglypuff. It's a Pokemon. It first appeared, Pokemon Red and Blue... February 27, 1996. Wow. The Pokemons have been around for donkey's years. Uh, some other quick ones that have come in. Jumanji, the, the, the movie Brilliant. about the board game. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Lawrence suggests Jerry Springer. Oh, my God, I remember, remember that? that. Yeah, I remember it being on so late, so I'd watch it my parents go to bed. That was brilliant, wasn't it? Really good. Do you remember the bit where you used to do the, the bit at the end? <laughs> yeah. What was it called? Like, the bit to camera? Well, it was a little bit like... It was like, you know, you know if you go and watch a hypnotist, they do mm. a bit at the end where they kind of de-hypnotise everyone. Um, Nick Ross used to do it at the end of Crime Watch... Don't have do sleep well. Don't have nightmares. Don't have nightmares. Even though like they've spent forty five minutes talking about people with masks, traumatizing me, like kids getting windows smashed in and being abducted. Oh, just have a good sleep. Um, but this one would be like take care of yourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Jerry Springer's little bit at the end. After he just caused carnage in families, broke up relationships, totally. caused fist fights. He wasn't really in a place to say that. In fact, we and we should make a mental note to come to Ricky Lake, which was the one that you spun. Go All Ricky, the time. Go, go Ricky, Ricky. Go Ricky. Go Ricky. Yeah. Uh, someone else. Uh, the final one this week. Someone says you need to discuss Jimmy Nail. 
I don't know much about him, so I'll let you have the floor, please. Alfie de Zane Pet. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, iconic TV show, one of those ones where as soon as the, the uh, music started, I knew that I had to go to bed because it was one of those kind of bedtime programs. Working every day for a packet of pay. Um, that was just the song. Lovely. Uh, and then he he played a Geordie character in it, funnily enough. So he's quite an odd-looking bloke, Jimmy Nail. He's got like a nose that looks like he's been hit in the, in the face with a bedpan. But then he did a, he did a song called Crocodile Shoes. Crocodile... Oh, no. Oh, oh please. Mary. Nearly lured her in. This is like a really elaborate trap to get you singing again. <laughs> and then he just had this little pop career for like two songs. I think he did that other one. So I hang on a second. What, he, was, he was in... Uh, he was in a programme and then he was a singer? Yeah. I've only ever known him as a singer. Oh, no, no, he was... he was uh, An actor first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't know that at all. He was a really good... Was he called Oz? I think he might have been called Oz in uh, in Alfred the Same Pet. He was brilliant, but like hard as nails. Wouldn't have him down as... Well, there you go, Jimmy now. He wouldn't have him down as a singer in a million years. Look at him. I know, look at the state Look at of that him. face. Do you imagine that singing? But then, on top of that, he did another one about... You can have somebody else. And this one was going, he's lying. Oh, that's a great tune. Hey, nobody's done me... He's lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you singing. So good. That's a great tune. So in the A to Z of the 1990s, Jay is 100% for Jimmy Nail. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, a lot of people suggesting Janinho, the little tiny um, Brazilian that played for Middlesbrough, looked like a tiny little girl. But I don't know whether I could have a, a, a prolonged conversation with you about that. Absolutely not. Even this look now says... Don't bother. Uh, but look, thank you. That is it. That's that's another week in the bag. Mm-hmm. It's gone incredibly quickly. You're going to go to Ireland for a fact-finding mission. I am. Are you going to come back with Barry's tea? You're going to bring a load of Barry's, Barry's tea? Barry's tea, Ballymaloo relish, which is a gorgeous relish to put on your rasher sandwiches. Sounds a bit dodgy. No, it's delicious. Um, some Kerrygold butter, off the salted type. Nice. Um, and that's kind of it. As long as I've got my Barry's tea, I'm happy. If you want Louise to pick you up anything from Ireland, mm-hmm. just drop us a little message on our brand new Instagram a to Z of the 90s podcast. Have, come and say hello on there as well. And there's any suggestions you think we need to put into next week's episode? L. Okay. We're doing it on our fingers. Okay. L, get in touch now and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been produced by the brilliant uh, Ross Ramsey Golding. We'll see you next week in the A to Z of the 1990s. That was Jay. Louise, we'll see you in the next one. Pardon? Bye. <laughs> 